For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Isabel Jacobson. You're listening to Daybreak. Today, we cover students' reactions to the Bosworth score, Prinko's new president, former President Trump's appearance in New York Supreme Court, and flash floods across Kenya and Somalia. It's Tuesday, November 7th. Last week, The Daily Princetonian published a piece entitled, Who are the biggest name professors on campus? There, they debuted the Bosworth score, which measures how many times a given faculty member has been Googled relative to university president Christopher Eisgruber. Some Prince columnists took a look at Bosworth scores and think a few professors' scores deserve to go up. To learn more, I sat down with associate opinion editor Eleanor Clements-Cope. I'm Eleanor Clements-Cope, class of 2026, and I am an associate opinion editor for The Daily Princetonian. How did you come up with the idea for that piece, and what's the relevancy right now? Yeah, absolutely. It's a reaction, so it's a bunch of different columnists weighing in on the same topic. So recently, the Prince published a data piece that created a new metric of Princeton professor's fame, a proxy metric for that, which we call the Bosworth score. So we decided to ask our opinion columnists, who is a professor that you want people to know about, to follow on Twitter, to read their columns, to listen to their podcast, and then we matched that to professor's Bosworth scores. And what were sort of the interesting patterns you noticed and who stands out as being, you know, that much more popular than Eisgruber on Google? Yeah, so for the most part, we saw the professors that people were recommending were professors from either a class they had taken or a department that they're in who are kind of at a mid-fame level. All the professors recommended were more popular than Eisgruber on Google. Everyone had a Bosworth score of above one, but most of the Bosworth scores were between three and 30. There was one standout, however, a, one of our columnists recommended the professor Robert George, who has a Bosworth score of 300. And what were some of the main factors that went into why those students liked those professors that much? Most people contextualize professors' work within kind of the broader global and uh, domestic atmosphere right now. So I recommended Professor Eddie Gloud, who's a scholar of race and racism, and his podcast on the Reconstruction Era and how that's relevant to today. One of our columnists recommended a professor of creative writing who is uh, writing about Ukraine and writes poetry and translates Ukrainian poetry. So we saw a lot of people contextualizing their professor's work or professor's work that they're interested in within current events. Thank you so much. To read more, click the link in the caption, or go to dailyprincetonian.com. In university news, Vincent Tuhe has been named the next president of the Princeton University investment company, Prinko. He will succeed President Andrew Golden, who served a nearly 30-year tenure. Tuhe formerly worked for MIT's investment management company as director of global investment. Prior to his time with MIT Investment Management, Tuhe served as captain in the army from 2002 to 2006 and was deployed in Iraq, where he won the Bronze Star Medal, among other military accolades. In a university press release, University President Christopher Eisgruber said Tuhe possesses, quote, outstanding investment acumen and experience with proven leadership ability. This comes after Golden announced his retirement from Prinko in April. Although the endowment grew tenfold during Golden's tenure, it has experienced an investment loss over the last two years. Tuhei is expected to assume his position at the end of the academic year, following Golden's retirement. In national news, yesterday, former U.S. President Donald Trump appeared before the New York State Supreme Court to testify in a $250 million civil fraud trial. The plaintiff, New York Attorney General Letitia James, alleges that Trump and his co-defendants fraudulently inflated assets on financial statements in order to secure more favorable terms on commercial real estate loans and insurance policies. Trump spent close to seven hours in deposition, denying responsibility for his financial statements. Upon taking the stand, Trump took up a combative tone, stating, quote, the judge will rule against me because he will always rule against me, unquote. 
Trump is due to stand trial in four more criminal cases in the next year. In international news, 30 people died amid heavy rains and flash floods across Kenya and Somalia. 2,400 residents are currently trapped due to floodwaters in southern Somalia's Jubaland state, and 241 acres of agricultural farmland have been destroyed in Kenya. The rainfall displaced thousands, and the UN Office for the Coordination of Human Affairs advised that those living in the Juba and Chabelle rivers evacuate. The heavy rainfall comes after the Horn of Africa experienced its worst drought in 40 years, which, along with inflation on food prices amid the war in Ukraine, caused 43,000 people to die. Weather forecasters in Kenya warned about expected heavy precipitation in the region since September, but Kenyan President William Ruto attempted to curb fears, stating, quote, there will be no devastating El Nino flooding. Expect cloudy skies today, with a low of 39 and a high of 60 degrees Fahrenheit. That's all for Daybreak today. Today's episode was written by Leela Siskind and me, sound engineered by Eden Toshoma, and produced under the 147th Managing Board of the Prince. Our theme was composed by Ed Horan, class of 2022. For The Daily Princetonian, I'm Isabel Jacobson. Have a wonderful day.